Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Okay, remind me again where we are, Mrs. Kirkpatrick. This is Theta Omega Base. It is... You're going to... It's surprising to me as well that it seems to be as abandoned as it is. This is one of the top secret locations of the CIA. We keep our weirdest stuff here, Wade. Our most top secret things that we've been trying to keep from the American public. We keep it right here at Theta Omega. All the top secret stuff is left here and it's been abandoned? Yeah, that's the biggest secret, actually, is that we're really bad at keeping secrets. Great. Like, oh, well, I don't... daylight, yeah. I feel like we're just surrounded by trees. I don't see any Well, the, I, as far as I know, of this, the doors are going to be sealed off, so the way I think to get in is going to be a large elevator shaft on the uh, northern edge of this hill. Oh, yep. Yep, there I it is. It. I see yep, that. right there. That's it's a big, big shaft. It's a big shaft. It's uh, well, it's got to hold a lot of secrets. Larger shaft than I thought it was, but then again, I was much younger than well, the last time we, I saw it. I don't know if we should go down. Just big of a shaft. Oh, it'll be. It's usually easy to go down a shaft. Let's say down in a shaft. Down in a shaft? Yeah. Up and down a shaft. Well, you can go either way. It's. Oh, yeah. Looks like it's pretty thick. Yeah. Well, the walls. The walls of the shaft are thick. Yeah. Well, you, you got want to. That you got to keep it. Yeah. You don't want it to elevator. implode. Well, how about we rappel down? It's going to take us a long time to get down that shaft. I got hair in my mouth. You got hair in your mouth? Oh, wait. Come on. All right. Uh, let's rappel down and. Uh, uh, oh wait, no. Let's what? see how deep the shaft is. Let's throw so- an object down there. Okay. Uh, how about the recorder? We'll throw the recorder down. It's pretty uh, heavy duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we'll then play we'll a tape and listen to the echoes. It'll be like that thing where you put a. Uh, your phone in a cup, and then it amplifies on its own. It'll be like that. And you are old, Mrs. Kirkpatrick. Heave ho! <laughs> this is HR recording number 2667.1.14, employee number 833RC4N. Employee number P16. And employee number Doug. Um, Elian, I, I can't help but notice that there's a big banner up in this room, like one of those, uh, you know, the little, the words on strings that you hang across the ceiling? Yeah. It says, copy day? Yes. I've made some huge advancements to my copier. Uh, copier, make a copy of Doug's file. So again, it seems very similar to before that that nothing Uh, happened at all. I did so much work on it. Did you, Ellen, can I ask you a question? When, when you do experiments, do you test to see if they've worked before you just report on the findings of them? I mean, this was going to be the test. I, I was positive this was going so, to work. So you set up a whole party yeah. to test something that you hadn't... Oh, okay. Look, well, all the individual parts are working fine. It's when you put them all together that things go to shit. Well, that's how most machines work. Like, you could have a, a blade and... A pitcher, but if you just put them together, you don't have a blender. Wait a minute. There's a big stack of there's a big stack of copies in the copier. Oh, hold on. Oh no, this is the loading tray. These oh. are all blank. Oh, okay. okay yeah. So that was just, I, I got excited for a moment. I thought maybe it, it had Elion had finally successfully invented something. Not unless there's another tray with copies somewhere that I can't find. 
but these are all just blank sheets of paper. Elian, have you ever, and be honest, have you ever successfully invented anything? Well, that's insulting. I, what, yeah, that's that's very rude. I mean, you hesitated, which makes me think the answer is no. So I, I mean, I've done so many different experiments, it's hard to, you know, put my finger on one successful thing. It's Okay, so it's hard to put your finger on one successful thing, meaning everything you've ever attempted to build has failed. I mean, I built something, so I wouldn't call it a failure. Well, you didn't build- I mean, the Hindenburg, yes, it was a failure, but they built it. Are you- did you just positively compare your experiments to the Hindenburg? Look, before the horrible explosion of the Hindenburg, it was a fine aircraft. Until it failed at being a good aircraft and everyone on board died. Um, I think that was the towers that it hit fault. It was the towers that it hit fault? Yeah, it hit the tower and then it all went to flames. No fault of the Hindenburg at all. Okay, so you're, okay, so just, just to get this clear, you're taking the stance that the Hindenburg has been fo- poorly blamed by history. Yes. And that the Hindenburg has, did nothing wrong. Look at the footage. There's a tower right in the way where it's trying to land. But don't, but mute the footage because the audio is pretty grisly. Okay, and it, is the audio being grisly and those people die? So do you think the tower should have been brought up on crime charges? Doug... Come on, it's an inanimate object. Are you an idiot? I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. Have I'm you ever said a successful sentence, Doug? Okay. How does it feel? I've said I've said a lot of successful sentences. A lot of them that have accomplished a lot of things. Your English is like the the Hindenburg Tower of English. The Hindenburg Tower? Yeah. Was it called the Hindenburg Tower? That's what I'm calling it. You're calling it the Hindenburg yeah. Tower. So my English gets in the way of otherwise successful projects. I have something to say that I think is going to soothe your relationship right now. The only heroes are those who try. How did... How does that make you feel? Great. See, Doug, I am a hero. I feel like I'm a hero just for saying sentences. Everyone says sentences, though. Well, then everyone's a hero. Me too. You're a hero? I mean, listen to me. I'm making them right now. Sentences? Yeah. Yeah, we're... You know what? Hey, good for us guys. Why are we why are we fighting when we've accomplished so much together? Like that copy machine. Well, well, well okay. Yeah. I shouldn't take credit for that. I didn't really do very much. Well, and also there's nothing to take credit for because it doesn't work. I mean, it still makes copies if you press the buttons and when you take the voice module out, it recognizes speech. Wait, it recognizes speech if you take the thing you built to recognize speech out of it? Yes. It already recognized speech? Yes. Wait, then why did you build this? Because I wanted to automate the copier, so I didn't have to press any of the buttons. Oh my god. Well, to be fair, it recognizes speech, but there's really no proof that it does. Because it doesn't do anything with the information. So, You remove the voice module and speak to it, and yeah, theoretically it recognizes voice commands, but we don't really know, because it doesn't do anything in return. Hey, Elion. An orange might recognize voice commands. We just don't know. Maybe, oh, like like if a rock may be a living thing, it just moves so slowly that we have no way of detecting that it's alive? That's an interesting... What if all the rocks that could hear us are slowly starting to try to make copies of Doug's file? Are there a lot of rocks in here that I don't know no, about? No, good point. No. We have all, all the rocks are probably eight levels up. I don't remember. I haven't been up there in a long time. On the rock level? The quarry. The, we have a quarry? Yes. What are we mining? Ores. Ores. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? 
What else would you mine? I just. I, I mean, you can also use the rocks, I guess, for building materials. But yeah. in this day and age, it's kind of you could art, useless. You could mine marble or limestone or granite or information from a, oh, like from data a mining. Book. Data mining. Yeah, all our all our servers are right next to the quarry. It's uh, it's the, that's the the data mine. Yeah. Okay. All right. I tell you it's what. It's also pretty dangerous because they use explosives in the quarry. In the and in the data mine. Okay. Yeah, Which is right next off. to all the servers. They can so blow up all their yeah. servers. That would be bad. We should just put it in the cloud. The cloud? All right, guys. So I know we have a guest today. Um, we've got somebody out in the hallway. So I'm gonna go grab him. Are you guys good? Are, are we good? Can we uh, make sure that we're we're uh, buddies today? Yeah. Okay. P1 Everyone's a hero to me. That's good. All right. Keep that mentality. You say that all the time. Everyone's a hero all the time. No, well, say it often. Okay. Everyone is a hero to me. Okay, I'm gonna go grab the person from outside. Hello! Hi! Hi! <coughs> uh, uh, hello there. Hello. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Doug. I'm Doug. Hi, I'm Griff. Griff. Griff, okay. good to meet you. Griff. Hi, yeah. well, hi. Well, welcome to the uh, to the Humanoid Resources Department, Griff. Uh, thanks for, for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Th- this is it. The three of yous, you, you, uh... You're the human humanoid resources. Yeah, yeah. We're this is we're the humanoid res- This is, I, I'm Doug. I'm I'm the director. Yeah, okay. And then this is uh, Elian Borquan. He's my deputy he's director. So tiny. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty small. And then this is P16, who's our our humanoid resources robot. You're a hero. Oh, thank you. He's very. You're a robot. Yes. <coughs> All right. I believe you. Um. Listen, uh, Doug. Was it? Yeah, Doug. All right, you know I've got some grievances. This is where I deliver my grievances. Yeah, this is this is grief, grievance delivery central well, USA. I, well, I'm Griff. I got grievances. Griff, grief, grievances. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I sometimes I do that. I, just, please have a seat. Just, they both start with G. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And and R and the, the, Oh yeah. The soft. And there's an I as well. Yeah, but I'm not here to spell. Okay, okay, Doug. okay, Griff. Sorry. And V's and F's sound alike, sort of. Yes. So, so Griff, you, you have grievances. Please, please pull pull up pull up a stool and just lay lay it on us. You know. Thank you. I prefer stools. Uh, uh, clearly, you guys probably know who I am. I'm from uh, the Straight Theater that we do. Oh, Straight Straight Theater. I I didn't know we had Straight Theater on the ship. I thought it was all yeah yeah the uh, opera and oh yeah. I'm aware of the opera, okay? Everyone goes to see those fantastical, sing-songy things, Pirates of Panzan, I don't know. Pirates of Panzan? Is that what it's called? I've never seen it. I, I, I mean, I, I'm aware of a, an opera called Pirates of Panzans. Is there, there's one called Pirates of Panzan? Elian, is there one called Pirates of Panzan? Yeah, there is. What's that about? It's a sequel of it's a se- Pirates of Panzan. It's the same pirates, just in a different locale? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it takes place in Panzan. I knew. I do know that. Okay. Is that a planet? Yeah. Panzan? Yeah. Oh, it's based on the planet Panzan? Yeah. Oh, I it's, love that place. You Oh, the planet Panzan. I do. I love the planet Panzan. There's just so many pans... Oh, so it's very literal. It's there's just pants. Yeah, planet called Panzan. Okay, all right. I, did, I didn't name it. Okay. It was a boring musical because the planet's res- only resource is pans, and they are so plentiful. Yeah, what are you gonna pirate? That the pirates just take whatever they want and get bored. Yeah, why would you do an opera about it? That's my thing. Yeah, it is the very model of a modern boring opera. It seems like you want me to get what you're saying. Oh, like okay. nope, I just was, uh, just was 
So you got grievances, Griff? Yeah, cause the the opera people, I steal it all the audience members that would come to the straight theaters. I mean, we're putting on great shows, okay? We're, we're, we're doing things. So so your grievance is that no one comes to your shows? No, because those damn operatic people are stealing all the advertisements. They're stealing the advertisements? Yeah. So are you saying you're making advertisements and they're taking them and repurposing them for their own shows? That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you must be doing very similar shows if they can somehow turn them into advertisements for their shows. What do you want from me? <laughs> I, just want, I just want to know what, what you're doing. Like, so what's a show you were doing that the opera somehow stole your advertising to work for one of their shows? Well, I mean, we don't necessarily do operas. Uh, we do uh, re retellings of mostly films from 1990s America. Uh, did you say 1990s America? Yeah, are you aware of it? I, oh, yeah, I'm aware of it. I lived it, dude. I grew up in 1990s America. What? Let's let's get let's get into it. Well, let's, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, this, well, this is great. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, our recent production is of a film called "You Have Received Mail." Uh, do you mean you've got mail? That doesn't sound like the proper sentence. That sounds incorrect. I mean, you're not wrong. That's not as proper of a sentence as you have received. You know what? Go ahead. I think you approved it. Well, it's a, it's a great tale about a, a young woman with slight, slightly brain damage and doesn't realize that the man she's been writing letters to is also her competition. Well, I, And they're competing because they have these things called uh, bookstores. Do you guys know? Have you heard of bookstores? I mean, I've heard of them. I've never seen them. They're so rare. Uh, fire hazards. They all got burned down, apparently, in ancient USA. They all got burned... All the bookstores burned down. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you time-traveled back to USA in, like, the 21st century, you couldn't find a bookstore if you tried. People referred to them as Tinder houses. Well, I think that refers to something very different in the time that I was from. Tinder but, house? Yeah. It's In my time, a Tinder house is when, like, a bunch of single people live under the same roof, and they try to get wild, but things get real. Is that a true thing? Yeah, that was yeah. That's that sounds thing. terrible. I yeah, I didn't make it up at all. Why would two people do that? <laughs> why would two more than two people? Yeah, it's a whole house. Why would just a house of single people live together? Why didn't they just exchange electronic mail, much <laughs> like the young girl and the slightly older man who always seems perpetually around age forty for all his days? In the one movie? Well, it's based on this actor, Tomineth Hanks. Tom, oh, Tomin. You know, keep going. I want to see where this goes. Tomineth, Tomineth Hanks? Okay. Tomineth Hanks, yeah. Always somewhere around 40 years old. You know, legend has it, well, rumor has it that uh, he's still alive. and he. Wait, Tom Hanks is still alive? Tomineth Hanks, this guy. Tom, Tomineth Hanks is still alive? Yes, we've heard rumors that he's alive and he's on the spaceship somewhere. And I would like him to come see our show, not the damn Pans and whatever. If Tom Hanks came into this department, it would be the greatest day of my life. Why would he come here? What do you do here? What do we, I mean, you're, we listen to grievances, we hire people, we fire people, we eject some people. You're going to fire Tom Tom Hanks? I mean, if he does a bad job, yeah, I'd fire Tom Hanks. We could also give him the option to just buy a ticket and become a passenger. That's true. I would tell Tom Hanks that he's a hero. Oh, Yes. Yeah, but don't spread that around, okay? He's kind of like, you know, I guess you'd call him a stowaway. A stowaway? Yeah, like he, I think he was actually in a movie a long time ago. It was called Stowaway. Oh, uh. Yes, where he's, yes, he stowed away on an island, I believe. Do you mean castaway? 
What do you mean cast? I'm in a cast, yeah. No, I mean, do you, do you mean the, the movie called Castaway? I, what? Maybe you're thinking he was cast in Stowaway. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, you know what? Okay, maybe I am. All right, so, so Griff, sorry, we, we got a little sidetracked here. No, but you told me you like 90s movies, I, I don't d- really seem to know anything. But so, so, Griff, you said that you have some grievances. So the opera department is stealing, the, fa- the, the volunteer opera is run by Fancy Hat is stealing your yeah, advertising. Yeah, Fancy Hat. So you, you did, you have received mail, and somehow they turned this into an advertisement for their show. Somehow they, tore, they turned it into Porky and Bess. They turned, you have received mail into Porgy and Bess. They're, yeah. they're just doing Porgy and Bess. Yeah, just that ancient uh, opera based upon African Americans in America. Yeah, that had David <coughs> Allen Greer in a Broadway run. Yeah, and a revival, yeah, I'm sure that's true. Oh, you know, you seem to know a lot about opera. Just Porgy and Bess. Just, just Porgy and Bess, that's it. <laughs> That's the one I know the most. Okay. So how, so how did they turn an advertisement for You Have Received Mail into an advertisement for Porgy and Bess? Well, they changed all the white characters to black characters. They put it in the South. It no longer has anything to do with email. And uh, there's, it's more of like an adaptation of uh, Common than anything, really. Wait, so, what, so your advertisement, was it just a poster? Yeah. And they just, they, so they just like... They put on red paint, they wrote on, well, we had, you have received mail, with red paint they put Porgy and Bess over it. <laughs> like, so they turned the letters in you have received mail somehow into the letters? No, they just painted right over the poster, <laughs> they, they Porgy just, and Bess. Wait, so they just painted the poster entirely a different color? No, they just put the words Porgy and Bess <laughs> over our poster. <laughs> was it, it was legible? I mean, yeah, it kind of looked, it was red paint, so it kind of looked like blood dripping down the poster. Oh, so they like turned Porgy and Bess into a real threat on You've Got Mail. I mean, the word, like just the the font of it all, yeah. So functionally, they turned it into a threat. That's not a word. I just, it was just, that's what I was. Is that, I don't, I didn't come here to be cute, man. This is, this is my, this is my life. I don't, I'm not trying to. This is all I do on the spaceship. I do straight theater, okay? It's the straightest of theaters. You're making a real point to, to emphasize how straight this theater is. Well, I need people to know that it's different than opera, which is a little bit more fruity, fantastical theater. Whoa, whoa. For a while, we also had a lot of crooked theaters that, you know, kind of like shake down their audience members for cash. Oh, like like old, old school style, like gypsy troops. Yeah, pretty, well, we don't, don't want to say gypsy. Am I not allowed to say that? No. I can't believe you just said gypsy. I thought, well, that was, that was what it was... Okay. You know, you know, there's a clan, there's a proud clan of gypsies on deck five. Man. There's a proud clan of, am I allowed to say what they are? You you said it. And you can say the word gypsy, just not in the way you said it. Yeah, it's all about the intonation. You can't say, you can't combine it with the word theater? Or are you just saying I had a weird tone about it? You said it as like, oh, gypsy troops, they're no, bad. I, I don't think I said it like, that sounded like a cartoon villain. I didn't well, go like, uh, gypsy troops. No, I looked in the mirror. Well, no, I was you just imitating. I was, I was just imitating. did it. Oh, my God. Did you say I looked in the mirror and said it? No, have you looked in the mirror? And said the word gypsy no, troops to myself. you look like a cartoon villain. <laughs> I look like a cartoon You're villain? You're growing out your mustache and it's absurd. I, okay, I thought it would be fun to grow out my mustache. I, it was fun for a while, and now with the wax on the ends, it's, come on. You look like a cartoon film. Okay, full disclosure, it's not wax. I just, like, drank a real big cup of milk, and okay. it just kind of stuck in there. Okay. To me, everyone is a hero. How does that make, how does that make everybody feel? I mean, uh, that, again, that, that seems to always work. It seems yeah. to always make me feel a little bit better. I feel a little warmer. So, okay, so the opera is stealing your advertising. Are they, I mean, 
Are they doing anything else? So you said they're stealing your audiences. Yeah, they they walk right out the door. They're not aware of our productions. They wait. They walk out the door of your productions. Of our lobby. Of they walk into your lobby. They walk into the lobby. They're like, oh, what's playing? Porgy and Bess at the opera house. And then they turn around and walk to the opera. So house. so they walk into the lobby of your theater, which yes. I assume is somehow shown clearly to be the lobby of your theater. Yeah, it's a straight theater. It's that's what it says. Straight theater on the marquee. Yeah, it was my husband's idea. Okay, uh, so straight theater, yeah. and and then they, they walk into this theater, and then they think, oh, there must not be any shows here because there's no advertising for the shows. That I'm Why don't you just have someone stand in the lobby and tell them about the show? Who, 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 who could I get, Doug? Who, who could that be? Okay, this, uh, I feel we're like... A, we're a very small troop. Well, why don't you, t- could you take on, like, a box office manager? No, because everyone involved in straight theater is in the theater. We have to stay in character, okay? You wait. You st- are, hold on. You said you stay in character. Yes. When the show day starts, I am Kathleen Kelly from morning till night. Do you have a show tonight? I mean, later, yes. So wait, are you in character right now? God, uh, I a, a little bit, yes. A li- you're in character as Kathleen Kelly. Yes, from you have received mail. You have received. Ma- so this is your. This is your the voice you do as. Kathleen Kelly in the show? Yeah, the the copy of the movie received was very garbled, but I mean, this is the voice that it sounds like. I just... So it sounds... I mean, this this role was played by Meg Ryan and not Harvey Firestein, so that probably doesn't mean anything to anyone here except for me, but I just wanted to observe that. I don't... I, before we pass Harvey judgment here, I don't think it's fair to punish the larger opera organization for simply being more popular and drawing more customers wow. in. Perhaps it's wow. simply time for the straight, this tiny straight theater that is a small niche business to go under. Wow. You come in with the, your hero speak and then you, you jab me in the throat. Oh boy. You know, some heroes are, have more of the gray areas. Just saying. Especially if everyone's a hero. Yeah, you didn't say, I guess that's true, you didn't say you were a hero. I am a hero to me. Does so, I clarify? Griff, full disclosure, we probably should have said this earlier. P16 is a volunteer with the Volunteer Opera. He often does tech for them. He opens and closes the curtain for them. I am still a neutral third party in this discussion. I However, mean, I retain my neutrality. That was, what you just said was not neutral. It was, you took a stance. Also, why, why come down so hard on the opera for a clever marketing tactic? Seems oh man, it, man. It's I, like found art. It's repurposing found art. Look at this was... poster. Let's make new art out of it. Wait, P one six. Have you been involved in the this thievery? I am a volunteer for the opera, and I do what I am asked to do. So okay, all right. So is the opera asking you to go paint over the posters for the straight theater? How do I answer this in a neutral third party way? Yes? A goon. P16, that's not cool, man. I I accuse you you of being a goon. I think you should write yourself up, P16. Fine. I'll write myself up. But then don't just, like, cover up whatever you write yourself up for on this slip with an advertisement for a show or something. Is that what you were going to do? You're looking at me like that's what you were going to do. I... How do I... Yes? That is what I was going to do? 
P16, how would you like it if somebody came over there and took off your little robot door on the front of you and turned it into a door for their house and left you without a door? I would hate that. Yeah. See, it's if, if you take someone else's thing and repurpose it for your own purposes, that probably doesn't make the person who made the thing initially like it. But it wasn't a door. It was just a poster. Okay, P16, it's a comparison. I'm drawing a comparison. Do you understand what I'm doing? I think so. You're making sentences, that's for sure. Yeah, I guess that makes me a hero, because I'm making sentences. It does. At least to me. P16, are you the only person who's doing doing this, or is there a whole cadre of you? No, we have a lot of volunteers. There's a lot of volunteers who do this. What's what's everybody got against the straight theater? You're asking me. I'm, I'm at, that's an open question. No one, it's a charming, it's a charming little mom and pop shop that no one wants to go to. And I think it's time for Kathleen Kelly to just close up shop. Well, no, no, well, hey, stay tuned. If you came to see the show, maybe something like that would happen. But I'm not going to spoil it for you. Like, what, what do you, what do you mean no one, we've been doing great, great works, Great performances. I mean, last spring's rendition of I Can No Longer Hardly Wait was amazing. It was a lovely coming-of-age tale about a group of teenagers all at a graduation party just figuring life out before they go off to college, before they go off to their seminar with Kurt Vonnegut. It's a great... It, we did a great job with it. Oh, my God. You know what? You That was pretty spot on in terms of the actual plotline of that film. Thank yeah. you. But, look... Guys, I, I think I think we all know what's going on here, and I think I think maybe it would serve Griff you well and P one six you well if like maybe you guys I don't know met on the top of a like very noticeable landmark building and have a knife fight. Yes. No. Well, that's not that's not where I was going with with that. I I, I think that maybe this animosity can be turned into love, you know, just like the the lessons we've learned from all the the Tom and Hanks movies that we've referenced, you know? Love. But we're two different houses. What do you think? We are the classic 1990s movie, Romeo plus Juliet? Well, that... You know, uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. What, look. What, we didn't do that production. You didn't do Romeo plus Juliet? No. But you did... Can't, I cannot begin to hardly wait? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, okay. We did. All right. That's, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. But look, guys, like, I feel like the themes of all of the things that you've known uh, indicate that like P16 in the Pirates of of uh, Penzan, that's what Pan, Panzan? Panzan. Panzan. Panzan is what I've been. Told. Let me guess. Does the main character Frederick join up with a, a salty band of Panzan native non-pirates, and then realizes that those people aren't that different from the pirates, and then those groups of people get along? To be honest, I've only been on the ride. I've never actually seen the show. You've been on wait the ride, the Pirates of Panzan. Yeah. What, what, it's a, is it like a water ride with animatronics on the sides? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. And it's just, are they just animatronic pans? Well, some are. Some are. The other ones are animatronic pirates. You've been on this ride too? Yeah, it's very fun. Ilion, what, what? It's like a little bit of thrill, but it's not too is scary it, for the, the, the uh, faint of heart. It's is the it mild in, salsa of rides. Is it, yeah. is it in the opera house? You have that right in the opera house? It's adjacent to the opera house, but... Oh, oh, does it, like, take you right to your seats in the opera house? That's where you end up, yeah, in the <sighs> seats of the theater. Oh, so, like... That's my big problem with uh, a lot of amusement parks. You get off the ride, and then it's like, they always deposit you in some sort of theater. That's... Amusement. Like, you don't just get off the ride. You have to be in the theater. 
Sometimes I just want to ride the ride and not watch the show. Again, why punish for good marketing? It's a cle- it's a clever way to get butts in seats. All right, hold on. Hard then it ends up being instead of a three minute ride, a th- three hour and three minute ride. Yeah, P one six. When people get on this ride, do they know that they're going to end up in the show, seeing the show, or do they just know that they're on the ride? I'll I'll answer that in a roundabout way. By the time they're done seeing the show, they don't care one way or another. They had such a good time. So it sounds like you're. Tr- Okay, it sounds like my opinions on the the volunteer opera are changing a little bit today because it sounds like there's a lot of very underhanded marketing tricks. Yeah, and we're we we are a very humble theater. We're just a small cabaret of just hungry artists. Hungry artists? Artists. Like like auditors? Are you saying auditors? You're hungry auditors? Everyone in the theater is an auditor? No, we're artists. Oh, oh otters. Your, your otters. It's, <laughs> it's all sentient speaking otters. Listen, I don't know what I can do to help Griff, you. Griff, I didn't, I didn't want to ask what species you were, but now that we've said it, you do look a lot like an otter. Are you, are you an otter? Yeah, goddammit. Do you know how hot it is to, to get otter work? It's very hot? Did you say it's very hot to get work as an otter? I am an otter artist. You're an otter, okay. And I am trying to just make it in this world. No one wants me uh, just ottering around, looking like what, Meg Ryan's the name. Yeah, Meg Ryan. Yeah, I thought it was Reg Ryan. All right, <laughs> it was a very poor copy. We Are received. you thinking of Rex Ryan, the oh, former football coach? I can guarantee it's not who I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yes, all right. I am of species of an of otter. Hailing from, uh, you know, uh, Orville Redenbacher. Is that a planet? There's a planet called Orville Redenbacher? Yes. It's another one of the sponsored planets. Oh, right. Yeah. Just like uh, Nike the Species. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love those guys. So you're from... So it sounds like it's hard for you in this. What, what do people have against otters? Oh, we're so... Well, it's not... They don't really have anything against us. They just always want to pet us and cuddle with us. Oh, and I I just reject that notion. So I'm going to go ahead and guess. Maybe it's hard for you guys to do shows with with darker themes because you're so cute. And in the shows, everyone just wants to pet you, even though you're like, no, look, I'm I'm talking very seriously about a very serious topic. Yeah, yeah. That's why we do these dark pictures. Like, you know, uh, you have just received mail and I cannot begin to hardly wait. And uh, coming up, we have uh, She Is All That, uh, which is... Oh, that that one, I think you just got... Straight up correctly. She is all that. Well, I guess maybe you removed a contraction and used the word, but that's the closest you've gotten. Oh, thank you so much. It's a, it's a wonderful dark tale about a young girl who embraces her inner demons and becomes beautiful by selling her soul to the devil, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, uh, well, uh, the end was spot on, but okay, keep, continue, continue. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great uh, piece. Uh, I wish people would come to see it. We don't have any, any rides. So Griff, I, how does it make you feel when the volunteer opera steals your advertising and doesn't let people come see your shows? Oh, God, I feel, I feel like a gypsy. Okay, so he can say it, but why can he say it, but then I can't say it? Because he didn't say it like gypsies are a bad thing. They were they're historically treated bad, so he yeah. feels like he's being treated poorly. Okay, fine. thank you. 
Continue. So you feel like a gypsy. The fact that you were so accusatory of him being a gypsy is the whole problem, I'm Doug. I'm not accusatory of it. I just feel like there's a double standard here. Just because he's cute, he can say it. And just because I have a cartoon villain mustache, like a dastardly it's mustache, it's I can It's very triggering for me. It's The mustache is very triggering? Yeah. Does it... It makes you think of... Just cartoon villains? Well, there's this one there's this one guy associated with the, the volunteer opera. Every time people leave uh, the straight theater, he pops his head in and twirls his mustache and then scattles, scatters away. Scatters away? Yeah, he's, oh, I said scutters. He scutters oh, away. Oh, he scutters away. Yeah. What? Is he like some sort of a giant insect? I don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't know who this man is. He just comes in there once everyone has left the theater and he twirls his mustache and he runs away into the night. What's his name? Do you know his name? No. Does he, does he, what does he say? Does he say anything? Does he have like a catchphrase? Is wait because because there's a because we have noticed that there's a little tiny robot who uh, says what does he say? The AE808 who drives out of people's butts. Adios. He says adios. Does this guy say adios? Before he does indeed say adios. Is this, is this AE808 the little robot who also drives out of people's butts? How big is this guy? Very small. Very. I gotta excuse my French here. I gotta fucking meet this guy. Because I got a bone to pick with, Ooh, with him. You, you really don't want to meet. I want to meet no. AE808. I, I mean, really do. He's nasty. I'm honestly impressed you know how to speak French. It's it's a dead language. Look, uh, Griff, I, I just want to warn you. From what I've heard about what this guy does, what AE808 does, he will drive a little car into your body, drive it around your ribs and your other organs, and then drive out of your butt and say adios. And I've heard it's not very pleasant. So... I, I, when I say this, I mean it. Watch your butt. Watch your ass, Griff. God damn it. I mean, is that... Is that I mean, I, I thought I could get some, like, solutions. I didn't want to come here for warnings. I, 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 well, I, here, let's let's talk solutions, guys. Let's Give talk us solutions. more money. Give you more money? Or let's switch theaters. Have the opera go to this tiny cabaret, and we will do our productions in the opera house. Okay, my turn. Integrate music into your productions. No. There's a solution for you. Give the people what they want. Ooh, ooh. What about, uh, what if you got some volunteers of your own to paint over your painted over posters? Well, I don't, I feel like we're just encouraging a war there. Ooh, or check this out. Copier. Uh, make a bunch of copies of, of, uh, you have received mail. Yeah, Making you copies. No, okay, Elliot, it did, he's just simulating what well, would happen. It, it would sound like that if it worked. You know, Eliana, actually, I think I think against all odds there, you're, that was a great idea. Like, if somehow we can assist the straight theater to just produce so many pieces of advertising that they can't possibly be entirely covered up by the volunteer opera, then that's a great idea. You can still just use our copier, it works. Yeah, you it's just, just, just want to exactly. use our copier? I have to touch it or something like what? Yeah, you have to press buttons. Oh, okay. Well, there's a, there's so many copiers like that everywhere else. Oh, I guess otters aren't very good at pressing buttons. What was that? Excuse me. God, see, this is why I become an actor. So I could I could be anyone I want to be. God damn it! You could be a volunteer for the opera, for instance. I could. Wait, don't don't trick me. Griff, can I ask, is there like, I, I feel like the answer to this is yes, so I'm hoping I'm correct. Is there like a really relevant monologue that your character would give and you have received, you have recently received mail that, yes. that relates to this situation? Oh, 100%. Um, let me get into character. 
People are always saying that change is a good thing. Wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, can what I can I you? do? Wait, you, you said you were in character before. but Yeah, you, a, you popped me out of it. That was a completely different voice. That You've been saying you've been in character this whole time. Well, this is my voice when I'm talking to people. But then when, when Kathleen Kelly has the voiceovers, it's a different voice. Okay, carry on. Go ahead. So, so the monologue. I'm sorry. I, if you need to get back into character, I totally do understand. Do you want to just do it like this? Is that no? I just was very confused. I, just, I, I, I mean, I figured this is the biggest audience the show will ever have. Oh, that makes me hurt. Yeah, that's how I feel every day. <laughs> People are always trying to say that change is a good thing, but what they're really saying is that what you didn't want to have happen has happened. My store is closing. I own a store. Did I ever tell you that? It's a lovely store, but soon it'll become something really depressing, like a baby gap. And someday soon, some foolish person will say, it's a testament to New York City, the way that it's always changing on you and the way that you can never count on it. I know that because that's what I'm always saying. But the truth is, I'm heartbroken. I feel like a part of me has died and my mother has died all over again. And nothing will ever be the same. And see. I don't know, I don't know, it's just something that. That was magical. That was amazing. Thank you. F O X. <laughs> Wait, that's from the show. Wait, P16, do you know you have received mail? Yes. God damn it. Have you? I. Wait a second. Watched a few rehearsals. That was you from... in the back corner. Yes. In that trench coat. Yes. I threw a trench coat over me so that no one would recognize me. Wait, it so was the best way to be inconspicuous. You didn't wear a trench coat, you just threw it over top of yourself? Well, how am I supposed to wear a trench coat? Touche, continue. Yeah. Oh. Like that, I just flopped it over me. We were all wondering why this moving trench coat wasn't moving. Oh, you saw me move? Yeah. Damn. I was supposed to stay still. That was part of the idea. P16, hold on. I was just supposed to be... It was a rehearsal, we had, we had all the lights on. P16, are you secretly a fan of straight theater? <gasps> There's just no opportunities for volunteers like me in straight theater. Everybody's an actor, and in the opera, I get to be part of it because they have vol everybody's a volunteer. If I could volunteer for straight theater, I would do it, but I can't. Griff, I'm going to throw something out there that might seem crazy. Okay. I know you have received mail. Yes. And I know that somehow, and you have received mail, the two characters have to send mail to each other through a machine. A computer? A computer. <laughs> through a computer. Yes. What do you have playing computers in your production? Uh, we just have um, this, uh, this uh, material from uh, my home planet. Um, it's like the thing, uh, ancient microwave popcorn was uh, popped in, like those bags. Popcorn bags? Yeah, you know the things. And we're using those, like we cut them open and we lay them out flat so they serve as our computer screens. And we use the grease of the butter to like write out the mail. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in here. What if you used P16 as your computers? P P16, would you like to do that? To be on stage instead of just Destroying it from backstage? I mean, on the one hand, I'm afraid the opera would find out and not let me volunteer. What if but he wore the trench coat? 
What if you played the computer while wearing the trench coat? But then that would just be a computer with a trench coat over it. Yeah, that would look ridiculous. I think that's a bad idea. I've got another idea. You use an actual computer. We've got thousands of them. That's true. Elias, but but then P16 is... No, let him talk. Okay, no, let let me finish my idea, and then you take on your own volunteers, and P16 can volunteer for both. It makes much more sense to use a real computer. I like this... Elian, you remind me of my my otter friend, uh, uh, Elian Gonzalez. We escaped from Orville Redenbacher together, and he had a lot of ideas. He created, like, a raft. A space raft. Of course, yeah. Was that... Is that particularly relevant? Elian Gonzalez, yeah. Curious. It was my friend. Same name. So, Griff, if you're willing, if if you're willing to take on, if you're willing to take on volunteers, what if P16 became your computer wrangler and provided all the computers for this show and every other 1990s American film adaptation? Most of them have computers. That's true. And I mean, P16 could be the provider of all of your technology. And we haven't yet cast the role of Usher in our production of She Is All That. Could you be that? He's some kind of uh, disc jockey for the high school. P16 is great at jockeying into things. That I know for sure. Yeah. I guess I could try. Hey. Nobody's gonna come anyway, so no one will know that I'm. Hey, if you want to say, are you? No, you, then you gotta stop doing your whole opera thing where you cover up the posters. If I you am do not that. going to stop doing opera. That's not opera. That's underhanded tricks. What's the difference? P16, if you stop turning tricks on us, then we'll let you work in on stage at Straight Theater. Co- compromise idea. I ju- I'll get you some computers. Okay. And then, also, what happens in the opera stays in the opera. Fine. That was... What? That was very vague. I know that. I know. I was hoping that you would just say okay. Well, I mean, I... In, I, I mean, he did say be, okay I did. Well, only because I interpret that to be like, you'll leave us alone. Oh. Um, I cannot say one way or the other. All right. Okay, Griff. Well, look... I gotta do a show tonight, so it's... it's, I I tell you what. I'm gonna come to your show tonight. What? I'm gonna come. Holy cats. And even if I walk into the lobby and there's no advertising for the show, I'm just gonna wait until someone takes me into the show. Don't be scared of that twirling mustache creature. Well, if I don't leave, then he won't come in. That's true. The best way to get to the show is probably to take the Don Giovanni ride. Hey. Nice try. That's a trick. It will get you there fast. No. How, How fast is fast? I'm talking. Don't even think about it. Don't, just get off. Don't, don't, don't do that Don Jovi thing, okay? Don Jovi. Don't, don't get on that ride. If I get on Don Jovi, I feel like I would only ever get halfway there. I Again, don't get that. You, is that a, a reference to something? You look like we should care, like about what you just said. Did you notice that that shaft went down a little to the left? Well, most do. I, I found that. You oh. just don't notice, because you're not really looking at it. I... And you know what? I hate to say that I was right, but putting the microphone at the bottom, it worked exactly oh. like a phone in a cup. It was very pleasant. Yeah. Uh, Wade, we are uh, about to embark on something very strange and mostly wonderful, so I hope that you're ready kind of hungry. Oh, well, we can fix fix that. That's 
one of uh, the things that we can actually okay. accomplish. All right. Uh, so, but I'm gonna let me do do the business before we oh, try yeah, and yeah. go in. Um, so on this tape recording. We have Griff was Damon Royster. What do you think that means? Damon Royster, like an oyster. Most uh, likely like a rooster oyster. <clears throat> Comet, an IO Herald team is written underneath it. And also the I Hate This Show podcast. What's a oh, podcast? I don't know, but I can already tell it sucks. Yeah, very self-serving. Uh, Doug Doyle, Connor Doyle. Uh, one of these days I'm going to figure out what that means. Uh, Whoever it is must be destroyed. Elian Birquan, uh, Peter Williams, Peter Williams. I wonder if Peter went by Billy ever. Peter. And Peter. Uh, P16, Ryan Cleary. Ryan Cleary. That is all of our business. Well, you'll see those doors right over there on the west side. Do you. Stand I'll, back. Oh. This is Patrick. I have uh, it. Right. I'll take it. Oh, all right. Wait. <laughs> oh. it, it's. It's a pole door. Oh, yeah. That'll be much simpler. You first. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.